Good evening and welcome to the Debrief podcast broadcast with me, Stevie Martin. And me, Tessa Coates. It's the war. And welcome to the radio. Coming to you live from... from Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that's where everything was broadcast. That's, where that's um, famously... The the clock. The famous podcast studio, <laughs> the Big Ben Bell. <laughs> they had to stop, of course, on the hour. Oh, Let God. the bells chime. Or maybe it went out on the radio. I don't know. Lot to unpack. Um, Welcome. No, nothing to do with this week's podcast episode, which is, it actually comes from something that I, I did that was adult a few weeks ago, and then I said, like, oh, we should do a podcast on it, and then... Um, and then just lost faith immediately and didn't. Mm-hmm. And then we went into our emails and we had loads of tips from you guys, which we're going to read out. It's about how to move in with your boyfriend slash girlfriend slash significant other. There is also, I think we should do a full podcast on how there's not a good word for these things. No. It's either too gendered or it's like, you just feel silly being like, my boyfriend. Like, I don't know. I don't like calling my boyfriend my boyfriend. Gentleman caller. Yeah, you say that, and that sounds like you've hired a, an escort. It's too Victorian. We need like a cool thing, like like how you've got. Um, you could say, "Hey, girl," and you could say, "Hey, boy." You could say, "Hey, guys," and guys is like gender neutral and chill. A general, general neutral, general neutral, a gender neutral term for your significant other S-O. partner. Better partner. half. Partner sounds like you're making a point. Ball and chain. Ball. Ball. <laughs> <laughs> My ball. ball. My ball or chain. The ball upstairs. Tom, what do you call your wife? Your wife, probably. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Get out then, right? Bye. Bye. Oh, yeah, my wife. My wife. Okay. Right. Well, Tom's very Maybe happy. Maybe just Sounds do that. Nice. Uh, I wouldn't mind saying my husband. No. No. Me. Yes. Yes. My it's husband. Like, suddenly you sound something like was in my 40 throat. and... Hello, in, this is my husband. Husband. I won't be able to call him that. I'll just have to call him by his name, which I don't really like revealing my personal life. So for the purposes of this podcast, I'll refer to my fancy man um, by the name The Shadow. <laughs> He actually told me that that would be a name he would like to be called. You asked him what he'd like to be called and he went for the shadow. He said either the shadow or lasers. <laughs> lasers <laughs> makes no sense. Exactly, but neither does the shadow, but I suppose it is because he's more like shadowy. Anyway. I'd like he, to clarify that he is not a shadowy man. He's a very shadowy man. He's a man of mystery. Um, he's a man of purpose. Um, he's always behind me, just yes. walking behind me. And fictional, he's a fictional. He's a fictional he's, character. No, he's not. He's a real. Of the light. He's real. We're not talking about him on this podcast. No, but well, we've we, already uh, gone hysterical. I can't. I've, my heart's beating really quickly. So's mine. We not. We we actually rejected the pop today. Yeah, and yet I feel crackers. Yeah, because we've mentioned the B word. Well, I think it's good to address it. Good to address it if everyone's feeling crackers in the room. Absolutely. Apart from Tom and his wife, who's fine. Oh, it's good for him and his his wife. wife. His wife. wife. Anyway, so saddle up, because everyone feels quite mad. We feel quite mad because it's a bit of an odd odd topic, but it's not just about when you move in with your, I'm going to call them fancy people. A fancy man, a fancy woman, a fancy person. Your fancy person. Or a fancy hum, a fancy human. A fancy human. Um, Say you're moving, and you're this, this doesn't have to be again it sounds like you're 60 it He's sounds like 14. you're the king you're the king but your lover stays in a in like a in wing. a cottage or a wing or mm. the, a turret somewhere mm. in the ground and then you you summon them yeah you summon them or you like say you you clop off on your horse yes <laughs> and you go off and see your lover and then yes. your wife or your husband the queen is like Ugh. seeing his lover I suppose I'll go see mine then yeah and, and then she, she clops, clops off, off to the other side <laughs> the other um, part of the garden because you couldn't keep them in the same room because no, they'd never see each other because court is so big court is massive if famously we lived in, if we <laughs> 
if we lived in medieval French times, I would be straight to court. After this podcast, I'd be straight to court. Straight to court, and yeah. I would just set up camp being someone's lover or something. Oh, no, you take the lovers. You were better than that. No way, because we Don't weren't... be someone's lover. We weren't born high enough to be... You might have been. No, no, no. You have to assume we're born where we are. So in your daydream, you're born of low status. Well, it's not a daydream, is it? You just have to... <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I was born a peasant girl. Yeah, in... <laughs> yeah you're right. That you is. Are, yeah. In my head, I'm the queen. Oh, that's good for you. And it doesn't so matter I've... what social setting I have now. I've assumed that my chances of being the queen are very slim. And oh, my yeah. chances of being a peasant are very high, so I'm working with what I'm likely to get. You... Okay, I see. Well, I don't want that for you. If When I'm the queen, you can be my lover. <laughs> Thank God. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad that's sorted out. It's so much easier to talk about than what we're actually talking about, which is when you move we're really in. Pussyfooting around. Yes. Aren't we? When you move in with your uh, fancy person, fancy Hume, it doesn't have to be. Um, we're not necessarily talking about like the big important move. We're just like quite a lot of people that I know. You know, you, when you're in like a flat share and your boyfriend or girlfriend's like, oh, well, I don't have anywhere to live either. So they like stay with you for a bit. That applies here too. It's basically how to coexist when you're going out with someone. How to coexist. That feels much more achievable, isn't it? Because for moving in. Guys, drum roll, Stevie is doing it. Oh, well, I didn't want to give myself a drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> I tricked you. Tra-prong. I think it's very, very exciting. Oh, I'm glad Tess is excited by it. No, I'm thrilling, I, but I'm, I think it's definitely something when people are like, oh, it feels like a real announcement that you have to tell people because yes. several of my friends have done it to me, had to sit me down. <laughs> yeah. And be like, we decided to move in together. I think that's the problem. People see it as some like massive milestone. And actually, as someone who wrote to us has said, you can move in and then you can decide it doesn't work, move out and still continue to go out with each other. So it's not like the end. It's like, yes, yeah, it's not the end a lot game. Of Too much pressure. So number one, take the bloody pressure off. It doesn't even matter, mate. You Just can relax, everybody. Oh it doesn't God. have to be this huge, monumental, life-changing, irreparable, crucially. Irreparable is a great word. And this I is a shout out to my housemate who's gone to move in with her boyfriend. If it doesn't work, you can always come home to me. Okay? <laughs> Just come on back. Very raw topic for Tessa. Not for the come reason you imagine. Come back home, please. Um, Tessa, talking of rawness, what's the most adult thing you've done this week? And give it to me raw. Oh, baby, here it comes. I went to a wedding at the weekend. It was in Edinburgh. And Ooh. it was quite chilly. And uh, hello, 2017, because we're recording this on the day that Australia has got the marriage equality Yay! vote. So, well done, everyone. A L- little bit late when you're listening bit, to this, but very current from this very room. Very current from this room and and for this wedding because it was two men what Uh, I didn't think that was allowed what but it is now they can do anything anyway it was a winter wedding and I wore this black hat with a string of pearls around it it sounds very shit now I've said it it I sent Stevie a picture and she was like what an absolutely banging hat and I said it's just a a normal hat with some uh, one pound pearls around it some cheap costume pearls I saw a picture of uh, my Russian exchange from when we were 15 who now lives in Texas she's married to an oil baron and they have two children and like as far as I can see they're millionaires yeah they're and too back much. to the hat and back to the hat I saw a picture of her wearing this hat and I was like that looks like the most expensive beautiful hat I've ever seen and then I thought to myself just stick a string of pearls around a hat and Suddenly, Tessa's looks better than when she showed me the picture anyway, of the I feel like Instagram. the absolute bees need that everybody complimented me but not right. in that way that you someone wears something absolutely crackers and, and you, you have feel, to mention and you it. have to be like oh it's nice it? people really came over to be like that's really fun they crossed the room people crossed the room to tell me so what I'm saying guys is Stick some pearls around a hat. It's a great, it's an absolutely great uh, thing to do. Mine is, because you never asked me. Um, Stevie, what's yours? Thank you. Oh, it's quite a sad one. Oh, no. It's like a coming of age thing and an acceptance. I love rings. Rings are my my jewellery of choice. And whenever something very important to me or happy or just feels like 
quite crucial in my life. Oh, lovely. I've sought out and bought a new ring. And so, um, yes, I always wear them. The first problem was in uh, August when so my, my nana sad, sadly died and she gave me a ring and I was like, this is wonderful. This is the newest edition. And it broke on my hand and I was devastated. I still thankfully didn't come off, but I was like totally devastated. So I like put it into a box. And I was like, I'll get it, I'll get it uh, fixed and then I'll never wear that ring again because I, I can't lose that ring. Then I went to a concert, The Killers. Hello, they're big ago. fans. They're always they're listening. big fans. I wish they were. Um, I'm a big fan. Um, and Hello, t- take that information, what you will, and you know what it is. I fancy him. Um, and um, we all do, Mr. Flowers. My, my ring, my very expensive one that I got when I was 21. Um, no, but, but when I got when I moved to London and got my first job, uh, it fell off and I lost it forever. And I was absolutely devastated. And I had to make this horrible thing, which was like, well, I can't risk losing more of them, so I'm just going to put them in a box. And that was like a horrible goodbye to like, oh, it's cool, I can just wear rings. And I just now can't, I can't be trusted with rings. I now think that's really sad and horrible and shouldn't, I shouldn't have said it. I don't think so. Okay. I think that's very good. Okay. I think some options, rather than just closing the box on it yeah. forever, are maybe one of those nice, like, fun stands that looks like it's doing this or something. Tessa's flipping me the bird. Uh, or like... <laughs> yes, yes. A nice sure, or tree, a little hand. tree or yeah. something. So that at least they're on display, not okay. in a sad box. Thing yes. one. And thing two is maybe just take the really cheap ones out or the ones that aren't as precious. They're all precious. That's in which case, just point. get some absolutely run of the mill. I know. And then that makes me so sad. That I'm going to be like, I'm going to be looking down at my hands, being like, don't like it. Don't like it. Every time I'll be like, ugh, cheap, cheap crap rather than my lovely rings. But it's that accepting of, uh, I can, you know, what are my limits? My limits are uh, not able to wear any jewellery. <laughs> oh, that was really sad. So, well, but it was like an adult thing, but it's also a sad one. Anyway. Well, thank you so much for sharing with the group. That's okay. Right, moving in with your boyfriend. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bringing a lot of energy to the room today. I am. Well, it's because I don't want to talk about it, but I think it's. I, I'm actually very interested in the topics. Why don't you want to talk about it? Oh, because I just don't like talking about my own personal life. I get very hot and sweaty under one armpit. Which one? <laughs> my left one every time. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't I, talk about you personally. No, of course, of course. We'll just talk about say if you are at home listening. And um, also, I think it'd be quite good just in general. Is some of the, the tips are just just good tips anyway for living with someone yes with like coexisting which we have already done how to be a good flatmate listen to it it's an absolute cracker shall we just alternate some tips because i found some really nice really nice ones yeah this one is from elise hello elise hello elise. um so she lived with her ex-boyfriend for three years and has some nuggets of wisdom from that time oh thank you number one be nice in the mornings i can't stress this enough i used to be like a bear with a sore head in the mornings it makes such a massive difference when you leave the house in the morning feeling really nice about your partner rather than feeling crap and resentful and then like you return home and then you're like oh i remember this morning it's crap <laughs> So always be nice in the mornings. I think it's really, really difficult because when you're living with someone, you sort of, I imagine you just take them for granted and you're just mm. like, oh, you again, or you just ignore them and leave. This is what I imagine I'll be like in about six months. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. Again, bringing my own... I'm, no, now I'm putting into both armpits. No, I think it's okay. This is an open, safe space. I'll just take my jumper off. Certainly I'll, an option. I won't, I won't. Um, another thing that Elise says, make sure you do stuff outside of the house. So it's obviously very easy, I'd imagine... When you're living with someone, it's like, well, I'll do stuff with my friends, but like, because they'll they'll always be there. They're in the house, but actually, you do need to get out of the house and like do stuff. So I thought that that was quite that, that's something that yes, one wouldn't maybe think of. Mm-hmm. You'd just be like, well, it's 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 her on the sofa. 
She'll be always on the sofa. Yes, yes, yes. So she's saying, make sure you go out. You yeah, don't just go for dinner, go on holiday. With each other or... Not separately, people. with each other. Oh, you do so nice you see things. yourself outside of the house setting? Yeah, I think that's really important. Otherwise, you'll just sort of vegetate on the sofa. Vegetate on the sofa. And order another Netflix. Order another. Order, order <laughs> another Netflix. I don't know, Jeremy. Order another. Ozark, ne- please. <laughs> oh, she screams, <laughs> Deliveroo. <laughs> Smashing through. Hit me with your tip, Tessa. This one is from a lady called Leah. Mm. Thank you, Leah. And this, so this one is uh, more of a negative one. Maybe don't do it. Don't do it. For example. It just says don't do it okay. in capital letters. Great tip. Thank, Thank you, you so Leah. Much. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, no, it says, I suppose the key indicator for me that cohabitation wasn't really working was when I had to start wearing a head torch to bed. Oh, <laughs> my, wow. Yeah. My partner was a morning lark, whereas I am very much a night owl, and I like to read in bed until I fall asleep. He needed absolute darkness, hence the head torch, <gasps> that I started wearing in order to be able to snatch a few pages of my book each night. Oh, that's quite bad. Um, Just go to the living room. I suppose if you've got a shared flat, you can't Yes, yes, yes. As she... Here it comes. She's about to say this. That nobody warns you that when you move in with someone, you suddenly have a bedtime. I'd really... (laughs) I'd I'd really advise separate bedrooms. Not always achievable. No. In in the manor. No, sadly, I don't have that luxury. The summer and the winter bedroom. Or at least a comfy sofa or a sofa bed in case your body clocks differ as drastically as mine did with my partner. Yeah. Um, It didn't help that we lived in a shared house that didn't have a lounge or any communal space other than the kitchen. That's the thing. And I think people listening who are moving in... Because I've got two friends who are living with their boyfriend and also in a shared flat Mm -hmm. you won't have anywhere to go on demand like you won't on tap I think about the bedtime thing all the time because sometimes I'll be in bed um Uh, What's she going to say? (laughs) No, nothing weird I just can't fathom it I don't know uh, eating Oh, okay. Uh, doing some things. Doing some things. Yeah, reading a book. Reading a book. Watching. Sat on the sat pig. on the bed up late at night. Ordering a Netflix. Ordering a Netflix. Yeah. Uh, having a Google. Checking out winter hats. Yes. Learning. Trying on winter hats. Trying on winter hats for myself in front of the mirror. Oh. Reading about if geese have teeth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, is the answer. You've, you've described most of my evenings. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, so and sometimes I think during those, I'd be like, imagine if there was someone here now who was yeah. like, I need to be up at eight, our, oh, our bed. And I'm like, I don't want it to be our bed. It's I want mine. it to be my bed so I can read weird things if I want to at my leisure. Yeah. You know, and I think that thing of being like, this is my space that I go to now and I close the door is such a huge part of being a grown-up. Or maybe you had it as a teenager or whatever, but then you finally got to like move out and you live by yourself, you live, you know, wherever in a space where no one tells you to get up or to go to apart from your job but like your parents aren't shouting at you yes. no one tells you to go to bed suddenly you're like I can do anything I want anytime yeah. I can eat the Snickers now I can eat the Snickers now <laughs> yeah whereas suddenly that's gonna go in the opposite direction and you someone will say oh, you eating God. that Snickers again and you'll be like no and switch your head towards your <laughs> like suddenly that will be a reversal you yes know? yes that is a fear I suppose if you've got very different bedtime routines, that's just so that's just hard, isn't it? Like that. Whereas you'd hope, me and the shadow have <laughs> exactly the same sort of thing. So we'll both be in bed googling geese while five, the yeah, we'll maybe making some geese yeah, out yeah, of yeah, some yeah. clay. Yeah, and then. Um, but, but the only difference is, is that I have insomnia. He falls asleep. He'll be like, I think I might go to sleep. And that's it. Mm. And that's f- very frustrating uh, for me. Lovely yeah. for him. So I go on the sofa sometimes because I'll just be like, well, I don't want to toss and turn and all that sort of stuff. But I think if we had very different, then that, that kind of makes my routine fine because it's just the same as mine. Like, it's not like, it's just someone else doing yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right. If someone's like, I've got to get up at seven, then I'd just dump them. <laughs> 
that's, that's that. that in, insight into how I uh, conduct my relationships. Yeah. But having your own space, I think, is very important. I think losing that is very tricky. So if you can have, I guess, yes, yeah, some... Where, it's very it's hard advice, isn't it? Because you're basically saying, try and find another space that you can inhabit if you want your own space. I want your own space. But if you don't have that space because you're in a shared flat, then, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't basically don't, don't want to do it until I have like a manor. A hu- of course. Such a huge house and I can go to my study, which mm. has like a circular little window. M- and know. maybe a bed for when you're studying so late. Yeah, a study when I'm ra- up writing my novel. Of course. And then I'm like, oh, sorry, darling, I slept in the study again. This is that thing that was nerve, but we'll all end up with a sock in our hair on our wedding day because you go well on my wedding day I'll have a, I'll have a, yeah, I'll have a yeah, hair yeah. bubble that actually matches my hair yeah, yeah, yeah. on my wedding day I'll have ironed everything on my wedding day I'll get my hair done oh, I'll in have the a future, in the future just and for actually, clarity of everyone uh, who maybe is not following the narrative of the sock no, in the hair no I thought it was very clear but <laughs> <laughs> the sock in the hair issue is an idea that you always think oh right now I look like a dog but on my wedding day even however fictional that might thin, be however, I'll be fake tanned however be. far in the future or however unlikely that wedding day is you're like oh but imagine my wedding day suddenly I'll be beautiful and then off- so it's, it's sort of like you can liken it to when you go on holiday sometimes and you're like well on holiday obviously I'll be swimming around my beach with my s- and I'll uh, have all my clothes will be amazing and it'll all match and it'll all match and I'll have all this gear I will I will I will yeah, I will you're exactly the same you're wearing and then your, your sort of pyjama top comes around and you have forgotten your shorts and <laughs> you're like I haven't got any new clothes I look awful I don't feel good like no. there's never there's never time you're like and I've smashed it like no one no. ever has arrived on holiday but I've no. smashed it and it's that sort of overwhelming feeling of being like oh I thought it was going to be I thought I could have all this anyway the sock and the hair issue is that I'm convinced that my wedding day I'll be late to the thing I'll have ruined everything and I won't look beautiful and my hair will be tied up with a sock oh I think you'll still look nice and if anything it would make your wedding more your wedding if you (laughs) did have your hair but I would hope just to try not to be hysterical no I think that's that's the crucial thing isn't it it's the perspective exactly and I think I have done exactly that which is like oh when I live with someone that's what what my point was whereas people can make the best of you can make the best of the situation that you're in so if you're like but you might as well start practicing and like you know giving it a good go and accepting I think a big part of it is like accept that this is where you're at and there's no point dreaming about your yeah. circular window in your, rich, in, your, in your mahogany library or like oh when this then that it's well, like, always, this is where we're at now there's that thing as well like if you're if you're deciding whether or not to there's always that fear oh what if it doesn't work and you're like well you'd prefer to know now wouldn't you rather yeah, yeah, than yeah, of course when you, you're going to save it until you're married yeah <laughs> great yeah. and then you're the, like that's oh, the, I can't ultimate, stand him. the ultimate fear isn't it that yeah, you, and you don't want to end rather, a relationship rather sort of totter you know, continue to totter along. Um, totter. Yes. <laughs> totter along. Um, you know, and it being like, this is fine, let's not explore if it is bad. Yes. Then actually have to make that decision and realise that it's not. And yes, that's and it's really hard. Um, but um, Kaylee messaged and she, her and her boyfriend lived together um, during when they were both studying for their master's degree, which as someone who is a master as well, Kaylee, I know it's very stressful. It is incredibly stressful. She says it was disastrous. They were under so much pressure. They were constantly irritated. They were under each other's feet all the time. They, they briefly broke up. She moved out somewhere around the corner and then they got back together again and now they're still together. So it's like that thing of it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I think in your heart, you want it to be like, oh, this is better than all the other. Why haven't we done this sooner? But it might not be. And that's okay. And, it's, and so she said that she felt it was like a failure. But now she sees it as a step that saved their relationship. And they've got plenty of time to live together in the future. And her biggest tip is to keep time special. It's a bit cringe, like planning date night, she says, and going for days out but you've got to really put dates in the diary 
Otherwise, you take their presence for granted. And she also said, compromise is very important and picking your battles. It's very easy to argue, I imagine, about everything when you're constantly seeing the same person all the time, but you should pick the ones that you really want to go for and then be like, cool. The, I don't, everyone always goes, oh, the toilet seat's up. That's the thing that everyone talks about, isn't it? When they're living mm. with, I don't know, I'd care, just put it down again. Do you know what I mean? But like, the, there will be things that really get under your skin and I guess you just have to be like, is this something that's worth it or is it not? I thought that was good I advice. think the toilet seat one is... Well, again, I'm just giving voice to people who maybe have, I'm wrong, but I suspect it's maybe that you've said, please put it down. And, and they still and don't. still haven't done it. It's I less see. the fact that it is up. Okay. Because yeah, I've always been like, fine. Why do people make a fuss about uh, that? Okay. I, th- I think it's that, but I'm not sure. Can we segue into the mess to mess? I'd love to segue into mess. Thank you. I oh, should just put her hand on my hand. She's done that twice today. Mm. It's really great. Somebody else wrote in about an idea called the mental load. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm like doing, laundry, but for your brain. For your brain. I'm doing inverted commas here. And it's this idea that's explored. Uh, it's quite often women to men, but it can be anything in any relationship mm. in which the mental load is when you you know your partner or the, have your, your, someone you're working with or whatever isn't going to remember their passport for when you go on holiday Mm. but you know it's really important so you just put their passport in the bag ready when someone does that to me that is the most wonderful thing that's ever happened okay so on their side Mm. so you're like ah what a dream what an absolute dream but on their side every time they do that they've just taken on that mental load so they've just added that thing and because it's easier for them just to do it Rather, rather than, than have to remind you because yeah, they know you're not going to do it. Oh, and so they every time that that happens, someone takes on the mental load. And so possibly oh, if you're no. listening and you're thinking like, oh, I love when that person does that thing to me. It's what, like possible, literally like just I just like did? That, sure. It's possible that you, someone else is taking that on. And they may not realise it, but I guess yeah, it will yeah, be subconsciously yeah. wearing them down because they've got an added layer of stuff to worry about, which yeah, is now absolutely. your stuff. Absolutely. And so neither party realise what's going on. Mm. An example that was in this article was... Um, someone saying that a woman had gone to bed and said to her husband, please take the uh, baby bottle out of the dishwasher when the dishwasher finishes. Mm. And then when she came down in the morning, just the baby bottle was on the side in the kitchen, but the dishwasher was still full. Uh-huh. So like he had done exactly the job, exactly as he was told. Because then when you say like, why didn't you do the di- take everything out? He said, well, you didn't tell me. And of you're like, course, I don't yeah. want to have to tell you. I want you just to do it. And then you have that awful, you know, cyclic row that's like, I don't want to tell you yeah, to yeah. do it. I, I think you, I've been I on both you, sides of I that. I want you to want I've to do it. Certainly, exactly. yeah. Whereas in his mind, he's like, oh, I did my job. Put yes. it here, you know. So n- no, neither party are right or wrong in this scenario. So you have to make sure that you don't take on too much of a mental load. So don't take whatever on so gender it, yeah, you are. whatever gender you are. And when you start living with somebody, you're this inherent mental load because obviously, like running a house and getting people through the day is like, yeah. is, and being alive is exhausting. Oh my god! And there's so, so much admin. I dropped my noodles on the floor before, and genuinely, <laughs> I've, I've said it. I've told it. I've told everyone the story, and it's just the story is I dropped my noodles on the floor. But when I did it, I screamed, and I said quietly to myself in like a whimpering voice, "Life is really hard." <laughs> In the middle of a very busy street. And it is, guys. It's really hard. hard. And there's loads more admin than you think. Yes. Interestingly, with the mental load thing, that really rings true, but with the gender swap. So my sister's boyfriend always like, obviously she does stuff for him too, but like, you know, he will, she forgets to take her pills. So he, he's like thinking about how he can like create something. There's like a compartment on a toothbrush maybe. So it'll be there. Yeah. So, and like, and he's always like popping a charger in or like making sure she's got, and then the shadow often does that to me too because yeah. he'll, he knows sure. I'm going to forget if everything. partner isn't very well or they're very scatty or they <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> isn't very well or, or Stevie. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying like, and I 100% have made housemates 
100% housemates have done it for me. Like, yeah. um, uh, the same housemate that's run off with her boyfriend <laughs> and won't come back. She you comes know. on quite a lot on this, but in this podcast. Yeah, well, she's left me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's a lot of, you know, when she left, there was a like sort of list of like all the bills that just were in her name that she just was like, mm. you know, the whole thing about like oh, the council tax and me being like, right, and is that a year? And she's like, no, it's a month. And I'm me being like, bloody hell. Yeah. So it wasn't that she was paying it. No, no, know, she, it was just like, she just sorted it. She just sorted it because yeah. she knew that I would allow us to fall to rack and ruin mm. if left unsupervised. So she just did it, you know. Well, that's and then, a good... Someone told me a very good piece of advice. And I'm very sorry. Them. Please come home. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen. Um, we always say that after she every single listen. friend. We mentioned a friend and we go, she doesn't listen. Like, if you don't understand, for example, how the TV turns on still and you're, like, consistently asking someone else to do it for you, sh- get them to show you. Like, stop just getting people to do things yeah, yeah, for yeah. you. And I think it's really important, I think, to always be trying to keep that dynamic healthy. I think is the sign of a healthy coexisting relationship. 100% and like and make sure you talk about it and be open and honest as best you can because communication guys guys, you got to communicate you got to say your things and get that tension out and out of your body and in the room and let's talk about it in a constructive way in a constructive way because say the person you live with even in a big house never cleans up the fridge or whatever Mm. or never does their washing up and you're like I'm never going to do it again I'm just going to let it build up and then they'll see and they'll know and then you're like hee 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 and for three days you're you're catatonic with stress absolutely beside yourself and they're just like breezing about they've completely not noticed and then you realise that they literally don't care they physically can't see the mess they don't care about the the vegetables in the fridge like they don't care and then you're like then you, and you, you hate them you hate them and you hate yourself and you've exploded with stress yeah so just try and address that and be like this is how it makes me feel when you don't do the washing up please yeah. could you etc etc don't sort of trick them into it or yeah any sort of passive kind of aggression war, war of attrition. i have to consistently try and stop myself being accidentally manipulative or passive aggressive and i think it's always keep it in check because it's so much easier what is your manipulative not thing? in a mean way just in like a um like bringing something up that you want the other person to do but you don't actually tell them to do it you just sort of say how nice it would be if it was done that's oh, sort of lovely. thing What's an example no, it's not of that? lovely it's not nice because oh, you, should, you, you, you should always be direct you should always be like hey I'm really struggling with this can you help me with this whereas what happens is I will explode and then about a day later I'll be like oh I think it was because of that Rather, and, and, and it's because I've been wanting you to do that so I've been like giving you lots of options um, and lots of like space to go I'll do that yes, and then yes. you haven't and each time I've been like oh he hasn't oh, they haven't said it again and then maybe this time and I'll do another sort of big gap that they can maybe jump in whenever they like and they don't because it's not clear so you just like just just be like no. uh, I'm doing a lot of this at the moment I'm doing a lot of I don't know cleaning out the dog that's nothing <laughs> but I'm doing a lot of this I'm doing I, I hoover all the time or I, I mop all the time and you don't and then that person goes oh then they at least know what they need to be doing and it's not I don't think it's naggy at all You should. Know, I think we need to get rid of this idea of like the woman's nagging the man she lives with and I think because it's often it it would be just the other way just as likely to be the other way around as it is the man and the woman like mm. it's is they will be like I mean I'm the messiest person in the whole world so we just need to get rid of that concept and just be like it's two humans and one if one's doing more than the other tell them cons- like consistently yes or maybe at the beginning of this moving in process start with being like we should always clean on a this and day that oh bloody is a tip bloody hell take it and run with it from Rebecca who says hello um, Rebecca. hello Rebecca cleaning. Divide the stuff up you have to do regularly. Washing up, laundry. So each of you has a task that is 
always their responsibility. If they bloody love doing the dishwasher, they can bagsy that. They always do the dishwasher. And then you always do the mopping and they will always do the hoovering. And you all like divide it up into rooms. So this month, um, you're on bathroom there. And I think it's, oh, Tom is nodding so much. <laughs> or maybe Tess has started the nod. <laughs> I think it was you started it. Ah. Well, you started it. No one knows where the nod came from. <laughs> you started it. I think Tess is um, weirdly really nodded slightly, at Tom. Honestly, you were like, Mm. Was that? I totally agree with Rebecca. Is it Rebecca? Yeah, see, I Rebecca. Could tell you. Like, I wasn't yeah, nodding. You were. <laughs> I'm with you, Rebecca. What about what? Does that work? For, find your you? find your key skill area <laughs> yes. and stick to it. Yeah. What's so, your key skill? Yeah. Kitchen. I need it. I need a clean kitchen. <laughs> Just the whole kitchen. <laughs> yeah, every, kitchen hoovering. Yeah. Um, one area I'm useless: washing, ironing, and all that. So I don't. Don't deal do with that. It. Yeah. But all, cleaning of the kitchen, bathrooms, and hoovering. That's all me. So you would say that that's a good thing to do if you're coexisting with a partner. Yeah. Is there any other um, things that you've found or you've you've found to be helpful living with your your wife? wife. (laughs) (laughs) The sleeping thing was very interesting. Don't sleep together. Yeah, 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 (laughs) just stay away. Yeah, Yeah, because we had very different clocks, and you just kind of have you can't spend your life you know with one of you on the sofa or something like that you've just yeah. got to kind of meet in the middle yeah so it's compromise yeah sleep based compromise how do you how do you compromise do, do, like I basically went to bed closer to the time she wanted to go to bed <laughs> that's really nice yeah. compromise was that I went when she went to yeah. bed yeah. Yes. Yeah. that's nice that's nice that's lovely of you um, well done just just some tips from people who've done it successfully rather than two people who haven't people have <laughs> given it a go or people, people who have absolutely smashed it now Another tip she has saying about money. She mm. says, it sounds scary, but get a joint account only for rent and bills. So yes. keep everything else separate. Make sure your paycheck still goes into your own account. So it's all your own stuff. So it's not like, oh, why you bought so many sandals, Karen? And none of those situations going on. And unless you pay for it out of the rent and bills account, don't do that, Karen. Um, come on, Karen. Come get on, your, get shit, your together. shit together. Just use the other debit card, Karen. Come on, You've got stop to, they, they look very different. It's winter, Karen. Don't buy sandals. <laughs> We've got it. Um, each of you set up a direct debit on payday that transfers half of the rental bills to the joint account, standing orders, all that sort of stuff. You, then you won't have to speak about payments and then, like, you know, get into that horrible, like, oh, have you paid yet? Oh, sorry, you yeah. owe me that. And I think that get makes me feel debit. Get my, my ass clenched when someone goes, out. you owe me money. Yeah, I always have them, always forgotten. Joint account is very good. It does sound scary though. So if you're a little bit scared about moving in, maybe you are, and um, and maybe it's a joint account sounds terrifying, but it's practical. I don't think a joint account sounds scary. Oh, I do. If it feels like I'm married, I think it is fine if as long as only a certain you're not amount married, of mo- you're not married, or only a certain <laughs> amount of money is going into it, or yeah, if, yeah. if the word jo- if it's a joint account bit that's freaking everyone out, just if one an of account you has- of union call it that. certainly, <laughs> or if one of you has an extra debit card or bank account that. For example, if you had a mother who in the early 2000s set you up with every bank account on the high street because they were all offering free gifts and you have a large number Wonder of... who's this? <laughs> you have a large number of Debbie bank... Debbie Coates. <laughs> Hello, Debbie. And you have a large number of bank accounts. Mm. Possibly one of them has like £12 in it. Mm. Move it out, make it zero. That's then true. you've got... And it can be in one of you, two of you's names... And then you, I think if you don't trust that person not to run away with the don't water and electric money, then don't, don't live, live with them. them. Absolutely. And then it can also just come out of, so then you don't have to go down to the bank together and be like, hello, we'd like to <sighs> commit to our union, please. <laughs> so, so just put it in someone's, you know, you just put 
both of yours monies I mean, a goes into empty account. a pre-existing empty account. If you then, don't have one, I guess just like go down and just be really casual, like wear, wear, wear like a hoodie or something and just be like... Both of you wear matching cool. hoodies. Matching hoodies. Mm-hmm. I, I was actually going to say a hat and I was like, there's nothing more formal than going to a bank wearing a hat. What kind of hat are you imagining? Sort of like a wedding hat. Right. And, and a, a hoodie. hoodie. And jeans. Baffling. Off you go. Um, Best of luck, everyone. But that's that's a good thing I didn't think about because, that, yeah, that's a... It's, I suppose it's just about trying to minimise... All of these things are about trying to minimise like bickering or any sort of sense of like like you owe me that money like just you it's, you got a standing order so that's yeah. fine yeah 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 and i think the money thing like don't go nuts like don't start you know just keep it like the the rent the water the electric like all the, the count stats all of those little things don't make it like and then we holiday funds yeah don't make it no. those things because then i think you get in a dangerous area until obviously you're married and 10 years married and then you know start doing stuff like that keep yourself financially um, independent independent I think because, that's a really important all thing all the women independent all the who men who knows when you need to run away is what uh, I'm saying <laughs> Christ <laughs> yes um, someone said a good piece of advice I've okay. said uh, it's very important to when so say you've had like different days so like one of you's been like in all day and yeah. one of you's been really busy oh, all day yeah. to have some decompression times so if there's like a pub nearby or if there's just like somewhere you can go it might just be another room in your house but it, or it's your house but it's just an accepting that there's going to be some decompression time yes you have to do something to both like get in sync and like level with each other because yes. one of you is going to be some sort of indoor uh, and then basically one of you is using your indoor voice the other one's using the outdoor voice yes. and you need to kind of one's get just come, one levels ha- yeah. back yes 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 um, which I thought was quite Good, if, especially if you've got like a little bar or something. Yes, like, get, for a drink. like getting the bends, you know. You've, Basically it is, You try yeah. to decompress too soon because <laughs> I remember once my friend Ellie came home from school and her mum was sat uh, with the cat on the floor in the kitchen uh, mm. eating a bag of crisps and then um, Ellie came home and she threw the crisp out and said, I've not spoken to anyone all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I could just, really, you know, because when you've been, at, you know, had a massive day and you're at work, at school or what, at work or whatever, don't live with somebody from school, guys. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't do that. They're too young. They're too young um but you know you've been at work and you've had for you this is like coming home and you want to just relax now and that person has been just with excited the, to see you as with the cat and you know just want you know this is the first time they've spoken to anybody so make sure you meet in the middle there and don't let them have the bends great i mean i feel that is quite a good starting point i hope that was helpful i hope so for too anyone who's and- coexisting with a fancy put hume and I think we have focused a little bit on sort of, you know, make sure this and make sure this and protect yourself and, mm. you know, how steer the boat through the icebergs. Hand on the rudder! Hand on the rudder, everyone! <laughs> and we've made it a bit scary. Yeah, and I'm frightened. Yeah. I, that's why I tend to have said, well, I think this has been, because I wanted to say frightening. Frightening. Yeah, it has been a little bit because I think there was a lot of things to steer around so yeah. that you don't plough headlong into an iceberg. Mm. Because the you, iceberg of boredom and neglect. <laughs> crucially um, and financial discrepancy sure um, lots so many icebergs to get around but I think ultimately once you're sort of through them you're cruising into the beautiful yeah. ocean because you want to live with this person because they're probably dead best, fun you're dead fun and they're your best pal in the whole world and what an exciting thing to be doing yes definitely and so I think it's you know come away from this please with thinking it's fun <laughs> rather than scary the iceberg of fun it's an, yeah it's, you're steering you steer that boat but steer it all the way to Funville which is an America. island in the middle of oh. the... Uh, yeah, it's an island. It's an America. Is America. America an island? No. No, it's attached no. to the top bit. It's a continent. It's a continent. It's, an, it's, it's North America and South America. Oh, anyway, either hell. way. Either way, it's so exciting and fun. Yes. Well done, you. And thanks so much, you guys, for your um, lovely tips. I genuinely will be using them um, when me and the shadow coexist. Yeah, thank you so much. And so will I, just with my... Uh, the future life. With my future life. Mm. In our house now... They used to be 
four of us and we were all friends and then individually all went to Australia and left me. Oh, so that was just you and other strangers? <laughs> yes, I'm now the last of the sugar babes. I'm oh, the last wow. of the the original house. God, They're so not strangers, they're all now great you, friends. Does that mean Keish? Not you. Who? Keisha? Who's a quiche? Does that mean you're quiche? <laughs> yeah, I'm a quiche now. I, th- I think I think Motya was the one who was the only one, the only original one left. I've, oh no, no, it, it was Keisha. Sorry, uh, guys, I'm Keisha, but I'm yeah. making it work, mm. and I'm, um, you know, you're coexisting. I'm coexisting, and I'm gonna maybe cook a cook a, a b- boule base. Oh my, okay. A quiche boule base. A quiche boule base for the group. I imagine it's a sort of broth. I'm going to make my coexisting home space just a really welcoming, beautiful space to be in. Well, I'm going to give back. Great. It's completely irrelevant to the topic of the podcast, but I'm really happy that you're making a quiche. Love whoever you live with. Love whoever you live with. Have a lovely week, guys. Oh, yeah. Tweet us um, at StevieM. The S is a five. At Tessa Coates, the T is a T. Email us, podcast at thedebrief.co.uk. And if you like the podcast, tell all your friends in a singer voice. That's all I'm going to say. That was nice. It was good, good, isn't it? I think I'm going to be a singer. Mm. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Live your dreams. <laughs>